0: SAFM, leading the conversation. Even if you don't do anything else today, try this. SMS out to 40251 and see if Outsurance could save you money on your car insurance. If they can't, ask for 500 Rand. Same insurance, and claim free for three years, ask for 1,500 Rand. Do it now. It's out to 40251. Outsurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's and C's apply. Oliver Dixon on SAFM. It is seven minutes after ten am. You are listening to the Talking Point. My name is Oliver Dixon, standing in this morning here for Kathy Mushachana. In this hour, I want us to have a conversation, uh, and and in, in a way that is not reductionist of what it means to be young in South Africa, because we 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 have these. Uh, superfluous conversations about young people in south africa every time it's june and we talk about youth month and you know we we we, it's sort of like a a a tick boxing uh uh, exercise for us um and we often don't do it with sincerity where we really um humanize the stories of what it means to be young and, and 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 give meaning to the experience of what it means to be young oftentimes what we do with these conversations we speak past each other and we allow people on the margins of society to speak for young people or people uh, within the center of power to speak for young people and and they do these like really Uh, you know pacifying things about ah yeah we'll give young people positions here and there but these are positions that mean nothing oftentimes that have very little constitutional mandate where very little real influence can happen um, and that's a conversation I had recently with the spokesperson of the Premier of Gaudeng when they had p- appointed a Youth Advisory Council. And I asked, "What powers will this council have? Except to advise and hope that their advice is taken into consideration, they are not the decision makers. Why are young people still deputized? Why are young people still given advisory roles, or what you, or what we would call?" Um, you know, really, I think, cosmetic roles uh, so that we can create the facade of youth inclusion but don't really give the substance of youth inclusion. That's the conversation I want to have here. But where I want to start the conversation is with how young people are viewed by society and how society views young people. And you know it's it's a conversation that is not without its own controversy. There's a lot of controversy around it, um, and I'll refer to some of that, which I think uh, shaped the lens of South Africa when it came to young people in particular. But let me introduce you to my panel this morning. I've got a fantastic panel of really amazing people doing amazing work in society, specifically uh, to, about young people and for young people. I'm joined by Althea Devet, who is the project lead at R Labs. Uh, Althea, good morning, and thank you so much for for joining us, really do appreciate it.
1: Wow, thank you so much for this awesome opportunity. Good hello, South Africa. Good hello, world. Thank you so much to the listeners today for allowing us this opportunity. And thank you, Mr. Oliver, for having us here
0: today. It's How a, are you doing? I'm, I'm well wow, thank you. <laughs> it's, I'm fantastic. It's an honor and a pleasure to have you. And joining me in studio is Atandiwe uh, Saba, who's the deputy editor of the Mailing Guardian. Atandiwe, good morning.
2: Good morning, Oliver. Good morning to you and the SAFM listeners. Absolutely love this particular show and absolutely love the topic that we're going to be spending yeah. time talking about. Really, really, I'm excited about today's topic.
0: Yeah. And Fencer Malachi, who's the digital communications officer at Youth Capital. Fencer, good morning.
2: Good morning, Oliver. Um, I'm also really
3: keen to join this discussion. I definitely agree with what you were saying that um, we need to listen to young people.
0: At any way, let's start here, um, and I want to start with you because I want to start the conversation and frame it around how young people are viewed by society and how society views young people, um, and 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 how I guess young people view themselves, right? And part of what we do and and I hope we'll stop doing this one is that we treat young people as a monolith as though we're all the same mm. with all the same experiences and all the same struggles but really it's not the case right Definitely um not. and so we often approach this with a uh, this categorization that often isn't helpful that young people are this and young people are that um and you know it's corporates love doing this oh millennials are this and gen Zs are that and you know and it's really not helpful but And I'm asking you this question in particular because you spend your time thinking about the things young people do to move society forward with Mail and guardian and the 200 young people list. How is it that society views young people?
2: It's... I love how you've started it that it seems like society thinks that all young people look like this all young people don't care about the future young people don't want to get involved in where south africa is going young all of these different um ideas about young people but when you begin to talk to young people and you begin to engage with young people in the spaces that they are in you get a completely different picture um and i'm talking about young people from all walks of life and i'm not only talking about young people who are privileged in the city centers who have access to things but young people who are also in far-flung villages in townships where poverty is a real thing gangsterism drugs but there are young people there who want to find the solutions who are interacting and engaging with their communities so society's view is because they see a lot of the negative stuff around young people that young people are going to taverns and young people just want to drink right. and then they have this perception that it's all young people and instead of trying to find the young people who are actually engaging in their communities who are shining a light on certain issues finding those and engaging those young people with the young people who are lost and who are who are afraid or who don't have access to resources and bringing those young people together to find solutions for our country. To the Mail and Guardian 200 Young South Africans, it has been going on for the past 16 years. And it's been trying to do exactly that, to highlight and find the young people who are making a difference in their communities and in South Africa and taking South Africa forward. Right. And I'm super privileged to be able to engage with this particular product and engage with these young people through yeah. Mail and Guardian what, 200
0: it's, Young. So it's, I'm, I'm, I really like that you're pointing out that young people across the, the length and breadth of the country are doing amazing things in, in, in the pockets they're existing. But well, what do you say to the criticism of people who say, and even criticism to um, you know um, initiatives like uh, Mail and Guardians 200 list or the Forbes 30 under 30 list, to people who say, but you're exceptionalizing young people in ways that aren't helpful and useful because that's not the norm. Those are the exception. Those are those who have been lucky enough to crack through the glass ceiling or whatever that may be. It's What you're doing is not a true reflection of broadly young people in South Africa. You're really giving us, uh, you know, the nice top of the cherry type of thing, but not talking about the broad-based, what everyone else is like.
2: So, um, this... I would actually disagree with that kind of criticism because it just shows that we're not really engaging at all with what young people are doing. Yes, we are showing the exceptional 200 every year. And if you look at over 16 years and you times that by 100, 200 people, that is thousands of young people. So it's not just an exception. Yes, there are millions of young people out there, but these 200 are not just the exception because we get thousands of applications of young people doing this this, thinking about solutions for simple problems like how to get access to water in a village. We get thousands of applications Absolutely. every year. It is mind-boggling. And some people are like, we didn't even see it. We don't even know that it's out there. Pe- so many young people want to um, nominate their, their, their counterparts because they see the work that they're doing. For us to have this blanket approach that all young people don't want to engage is because we're not talking to them. We're not listening to them at all, actually. And it doesn't and they don't have to be exceptional. It's not just exceptional people, but it's people who are thinking about and finding solutions in our country.
0: Look, while these perceptions may be wrong, they're not born out of nothing, right? Althea, I want to ask you this. I mean, every time elections come around, we hear about the millions of young people who are eligible to vote, who just aren't turning up to vote or aren't even registering to vote. And it's uh, dubbed as youth apathy. Um, you know, and Atandiva says, but the young people are not apathetic. Young people are doing stuff. Uh, what's your What's your contribution to that? What's your response to that conversation?
1: Thank you so much for the question and beautifully said as well, Lady Saba. I mean, this is an awesome topic. And again, if you are listening... Um, if you consider yourself as youth, um, yeah, Jewish youth man, <laughs> firstly. But but thank you for for that, Oliver. I I really believe, um, you know, as young people and, and just um, um the contributions here today, even you know just being a part of this discussion, I think is one way already to 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 get our voices heard. You know, as as um, we call ourselves, young people or young or, or youth um and so with that being said I, I do believe that you know what we're currently doing um in our space within art labs giving giving youth opportunities just actually you know making sure that we that we're getting um you know involved and in talking to people that are willing to actually take the opportunity and and how we 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 really do this within the art labs uh, i would say context is just literally giving giving people young people specifically that leap of for them without them even realizing it. So really just allowing them to access free skills, right? Free opportunities, building the young person, building us as an individual first, focus on how we can, you know, understand the, the individual. And I mean, it's, it's already been shared, but just to, 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 to unpack it a bit more, to understand yeah. who you're actually dealing with, right? So speak to us more. I have to agree with that. Speak to us. Right. Give us the free opportunities first and then make that, you know, decision. Okay, now we we can allow this or allow that. But if you don't give us the opportunities and allow and allow us to access for free, how how do we how do we then you know advance? Yeah. Um, so, so that's really just my take for now, Oliver.
0: Yeah, absolutely Thank important you. important uh, point you make there. Speak to us, right? <laughs> Oftentimes, times, uh, decisions are made about us without having been spoken to us. <laughs> uh, Fence, I I want to ask you that too. Uh, do, do you think that young people, by and large, Need to do more to improve this brand that they're apathetic, or do you think that young people really aren't apathetic and uh, by and large, in the majority, are p- actively involved in building community societies and building the country? Thank you, yeah,
1: thank I you so care. much. Want to keep...
0: Sorry, yeah, want to, Fence, yeah, I just
1: want
3: to echo what um, Aksindir and Napier are saying now. Um, Young people are not a marginalist group. And the minute you talk to young people, you understand the individual. Um, I think there are misconceptions that young people are apathetic, that young people are lazy, unfocused, uninspired. Um, and specifically around youth unemployment, there's a dominant narratives that, you know, we aren't trying. Um, but currently we have 9.2 million people who are not in employment, educational training. Yeah. Uh, and it's truth that young people are passionate and innovative and we care about issues. Um but we experience uh, various roadblocks on our journey, and what we need is young people' support so we try our hardest, but we need people to come along with us on our journey um at every point of our journey uh to help us achieve our full potential
0: mm, mm. and 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 to, to what does that potential look like because oftentimes you know it is um i remember in, in, in during the tabombeki era Andiwe, um when when, when when, there were spoken of conversations about youth unemployment, they said things like, ah, but the youth are not skilled and the youth are not educated. And when you look at the stats now, it's like we're the most skilled and educated generation yes. in the history of this country, mm. yet we're in unemployment in the majority.
2: That is so true um, something just to get to, to to your point, something that you mentioned earlier about young people not voting, young people not coming out and therefore that equals to them not being engaged. There is this perception and I don't, <laughs> don't want to be ages, ages. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but there's this perception with a bit of the older generation that if you and I guess it happens with each generation that if you don't participate in this way, And this is um, in terms of you have to vote, you have to turn up to vote, and that shows that you're participating within building this country. And if you don't turn up to vote, therefore you're apathetic, you don't care. So there's this perception from the older generation that you have to to do it our way so that we can see that you engage. The youth are saying, we're going to do it differently. We're going to do it differently. Really. We're going to start carving out a path for the next generation because this one is actually not working. And we've all been seeing that, that actually this this kind of engagement that's supposedly that's how you're supposed to look as, as as an engaged person actually isn't working for where we want to get to as young people, an equal and, and, and inclusive future for this country. So it is so important that we understand that it's not going to happen the same way as we've always done it. Going back to your question about um, young people not educated, they've always been. From the get-go of Mail and Guardian 200 Young, 16 years ago, we were already highlighting some of the brightest and biggest minds right now in in 2022 in South Africa, which includes your Professor Mamukheti Pakeng, which includes uh, a physicist, uh, Wiesu Asondesi. Those were brilliant minds back then. So they they were educated young people, but we were not listening. And now they are running the show because we had highlighted the work that they were already doing back then. We can see now, 15, 16 years later, what their education level was even back then under the previous uh presidents or tabum and so forth so it's about listening let's listen yeah. and talk to them
0: on the other side of this i want to ask how, uh, how what we should process around the the you know un, unavoidable prevalence of social ills particularly uh, perpetuated and exacerbated by young people today that's a question i want to raise on the other side of this let's take a quick break SAFM, leading the conversation. My name is Oliver Dixon, standing in for Kathy Mushatana, And we're talking about young people in South Africa today. Um, but taking a deep dive into some of the social uh, um, perceptions of young people and why those may be unhelpful or helpful depending on what they are and where they exist. Um, Althea, I want to ask you this. When society sees that adolescents and teenagers are drinking and dying in a tavern and it then emerges in the national conversation, but this is the norm in the township that young people go out on weekends and they get drunk and these kids are failing in school. And then we see the matric pass rate and we're like, but these kids are not studying. They're not taking seriously opportunity. And then we see the crime stats and it's like, but young people in the majority are perpetuating, uh, 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 you know, uh, you know, the people who make these crimes happen. And it is young people in the majority who are burning down places when protests happen, Right. We cannot then just only speak about the positives and say hey don't focus on the negatives. How do we balance both the positive and the negative? What do we make of those social ills? Drugs, crime, um underage drinking, you know, what people call social degradation.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you thank you once again Oliver and and you know it's, it's, it's such a beautiful question. <laughs> and I I actually grew up in a in a beautiful community, Rocklands Mitchell's Plain, which is a township on its own. Eh? It's it's recognized as a township, Mitchell's Plain. And growing up, that's all I could see. You know, um, when I would be outside, I, I would I would be exposed to gangsterism like two doors away. I would be exposed to literally two doors away. And so with that being said, like if there's if there's a Space for us to to, to kind of co-create um, and 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 go to that space, go to a space where we can actually come together as young people, as elderly people, as younger younger people, and actually co-create together. Um um, we we would actually be able to alleviate the the negative. Um yes, I I, I hear you in in saying that you know it, it needs to be brought to light. Though in in our in our um, township, I'm going to say Mitchell's Plain. If that is the only thing that's being brought to light all the time, then that's going to be the focus, you know, the negative. So I do believe that balance really comes in when we actually co-creating with one another, right? We co-creating with the young, the old, and the younger, younger. So that's really my my take on that, Oliver.
0: Yeah, uh, and and I I, th- as, as I you know presume that places like Mitchell's Plain which really has that profile in the media that this is a place where nothing great happens, is one place to mm-hmm. look as a as a good case study. Fente, what do you make of that question that I asked Althea?
3: Yeah, I think that that's not the, um, that's the dominant narrative, you know. Um, in terms of crime, in terms of social ills, in terms of um, socioeconomic issues, these are invisible barriers that young people face. Um, and I think that it's a mistake or it's an error on the part of, you know, people in the media, or government, etc., cetera, um, who focus on this narrative. You know, it's, it's that is not the, the main issue at hand. The main issue is that young people need support um, and young people need to, we need to listen to young people to understand what their lived experiences are so we can address their problems.
0: What, 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 uh, again, maybe let's, let's zone in very specifically on those social ills part, Right how do we how should we process that as a society? how should we i mean it's it's not by accident that the scourge of drugs disproportionately affects young people
3: yeah I think um I think in general, young people are you know we can be impressionable, but I don't think that that should be the main focus. I understand that we need to address those ills, and maybe through talking to young people we can understand how that comes about, but yeah. Yeah, I think I think the, the main idea here is we right. need to listen to young people and understand what's happening.
0: Okay. Uh attendee. I
2: really love what Althea was was talking about, especially in in an area like Mitchell's Plain. Um, and there's a lot of those kinds of areas all over the country where it feels like that's all that's happening because that's all the media kind of reports on and doesn't talk about the young gymnast who is teaching other young kids within that community about how to do something else with your time instead of going Mm. to the tavern and so forth. But I do want to agree. Look, there are a lot of young people who are getting lost in in drugs, in gangsterism, in 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 just not fulfilling their potential. And it's so important going back to actually having conversations with them, bringing other young people to find solutions. This particular week, I I met a young person, and I'm hoping that one day they're going to um, (laughs) be nominated in the 200 young she's very young and she's thinking around solutions for how to, to for young people to deal with depression um, and and thinking about solutions from a young person's perspective of what how you would want to engage. And there's so many of these young people out there who just need somebody to listen, support from uh, organizations, support from other young people, other people to speak to, and the older generation to come in and say, OK, this is how you put a proposal together and this is how you get funding for it. Yeah. Or this is how um, you can go about and this is the institution from government or other ngos that can help you with this these are young people finding solutions for other young people within these kind of contexts and within these kind of communities it's so important to have these conversations we it can't be coming up from Older people, government, uh, people who have all of this experience to say, this is how we're going to solve your solution. Uh, we, this is how we're going to solve, solve your, your problem. problem. Yeah. Uh, you have to be engaging with young people to be able to find those solutions that are actually sustainable. Otherwise, they're not yeah. going to be.
0: Althea spoke about co-creation. And, and, and that, for me, is, is an interesting concept. Do you think the chasm of us versus them is a useful one?
2: It, should, it, it shouldn't be that. It shouldn't be that and I do know it there is that feeling from the young people that feel like the older generation has no concept of what is happening in their lives and then it it, it builds into this that we can't talk to older people right. because they absolutely don't get it and they don't understand our language and they don't and it's and it's like that for each generation unfortunately yeah. it shouldn't be an us versus them especially in the dire situation that South Africa currently is in with unemployment soaring and um, um, everything so expensive, uh, lack of resources everywhere. It shouldn't be that. It should be that older generation, I'm going to come and sit with you, young person, 20-year-old, and hear what your problems are, hear what you're thinking some of the solutions are. It's yeah. not them and us. It's us all together, allowing young people the space to say, this is how I see my problem. This is the solution that I'm thinking about. This is how I want to go um, ahead with it. And us as the older generation... I'm actually not sure where I fall in but <laughs> as is the whole y- Youth
0: and Dala <laughs> yeah, Youth and Dala yes <laughs> or as they call them in the ANC 34.9 <laughs>
2: <laughs> somewhere around there somewhere around there yeah. so it's about all of us coming together and using our 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 understanding and our skills as an older generation to say, okay, cool, this is how you could probably go about it, and lending yeah, that assistance absolutely. to young people.
0: Absolutely, we continue the conversation on the other side of this. Give us a call: zero double one seven one four two thousand and six. I'm also taking WhatsApp voice notes on zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Tweet me it is at oliver underscore speaking. I'm taking all your contributions to this conversation. It's just after half past ten. Time for your news headlines with Anne Musa. SAFM 106.1 FM in Bombela. Oliver Dixon on SAFM. Taking some of your calls and engagements on the conversation that we're having this hour. Mike in Mai Gang, uh, good afternoon, good morning. Mike? Hello, sir. Ah, fantastic. There <laughs> you are. What's your comment?
4: Okay, now, it's not really a comment. You know, uh, 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 it's a question. Sure. Seeing that these days we are afraid to talk the truth and we are afraid to face issues. Hence, so much evil around the world because people now are running away from talking the truth. They would rather opt to tell lies so that they they must make some some people happy, which is wrong. Now, the question that I want to ask is this. I hear you talking about young people. Let's just be honest and tell me the gospel truth. Uh, what, Which young people are we talking about here? Are we talking about black young people? Or who, which young people are we talking about here? Because I can understand all the issues and I know the issues that, is, that are happening and that are being done by, by, by young people. But let's be specific, which race group of young people are we talking about? I just want to hear what was the
0: story here. Yeah, Thank do you, you want to respond
2: to that Tandiwe? Yeah, definitely. Um, We're talking about young people across the board. Right at the beginning of the conversation, I had said, specifically around um, the work that we do as the Mail and Guardian with 200 Young. We are looking at young people from everywhere, from um, the city centres, Uh, to townships, we're looking at young people who are in villages across the country, far-flung areas who are coming in and saying we have found solutions for particular problems and this is how we are going to better South Africa. So we're talking about, and and I guess the work that Fense and Althea are doing as well, it's for young people in all of these different starters in our society. It's not just, I think... The perception is that the only young people who can make it um, are young people who are in city centers and who have all of these privileges. And unfortunately, that's not correct. As Althea was saying, where she came from, I come from rural Eastern Cape as well. And it's not only the people who have resources and young people who want to fight for the betterment of this country and who are engaging with the communities.
0: Absolutely. Let's take a listen at some of your voice notes that's come through on
5: the WhatsApp voice note line. Uh, Good morning. Uh, I don't think it's fair for me to point fingers on young people when they are misbehaving. Uh, For me, I always say they lack uh, role models in our communities. Some of the things that they are doing, they are doing because they see from uh, uh, us as adults uh, the way we behave on social media, the things that we do, and this thing of Uh, normalizing the fun with alcohol because now it's like in in these days there's no fun without uh, alcohol hence we see this uh, also the young people or the the youth of south africa they also do this this it's unfortunate sometimes when they do it they do it in a manner that uh, because they are not matured, then they end up uh, experiencing what we experience in east london but i think we as a community or the adult, uh, adults we need to also to take responsibility of what we see or the behavior of the young people
0: good morning good morning mr dixon and good morning to your panel you know but oliver the
5: thing is as as young people if you don't speak this rugby English, you know the rugby English, that English, that nice English, you are not going to be recognized. If you see the people that they make stand in the parliament, the young people that they, they say they are doing something,
0: it's those ones who are speaking coconut English. Me as Freddy, the truck driver, if I go there and say, please, I need money to start a truck stop, I will not get it because I'm speaking my social English here. That's the problem.
2: Yeah. Good morning. Good morning, Olive uh, Dixon. Uh, young people are not given chance uh, to take part in the in, in the positions. Uh, for example, you look at the ministers that we have in our cabinet;
5: they are over 60 years. 60 years. You look in you look into our football, uh, Safa. The people who are there, the likes of the Dan, or even Kosa,
2: they want to stay there uh they want to die in, in their positions uh, youth are not given a chance from andil in willowin
6: morning to you mr oliver as i'm listening to this discussion on youth i'm thinking that this type of discussions are actually obsolete the same as uh, seeking salvation from politicians and political parties that idea is long dead the young people must uh, take the thing out of their minds what they need now is that spirit of 76 to really uh, demand for from those that they've placed in power to say uh, you we want this we we want this we don't want this you know the, the governing part whoever Mazen just signed uh, treaties with uh, multil- multilateral entities without us knowing what are we binding ourselves into. You know, uh, really the spirit of 76 is Jew. It's long over Jew. Thank you.
0: Interesting bunch of voice notes over there. say uh, why is it only people with your accent uh, that gets nice things in life? <laughs> That's
5: a good
1: question. Um, I... <laughs> I think i
0: Sorry, so um, your line is just a little bit faint there. I can't hear you too clearly. Do you mind speaking very directly into your handset?
3: Okay, so sure. Can you hear
0: me now? Ooh, it seems like we we, 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 we can't um, hear you too clearly. Let's see if we can get you on a better line, and then we'll come back to you on that. Atandwe, uh, where did you get your Model C accent?
2: villages of the Eastern Cape. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you don't buy it off a shelf, fine. (laughs) Yes, I did go to a former Model C school, but... that it, that also comes with all of its, its complexities, I guess. Yeah. As fighting as a young person in a former Model C school, coming from villages, whatever, that that comes with its own complexities. But it doesn't. It has not equated. I've seen a lot of other young people who have these Huang Huang Huangs, uh, <laughs> access, as people want to call it, but who still also quite battle um, um, getting their access uh, into the broadest, uh, the broader uh, society and being heard. And and fighting for that space to be heard. Um, the, the, the voice notes are very interesting. They're very interesting. But one thing in which I want to, I'll, I'll reiterate at the end as well, is that young people are a mirror to what the older generation is. So what, if we are able to see it that way, um, I think we can take much more responsibility for what we're doing.
0: Yeah. Um, Althea, where's the spirit of 76? Do we not have it? Why do we not have it? Althea? oh it seems we may have lost Althea there. uh, uh Do we have you on a better line, Fencer? Let me see if I can hear you a little bit clearer. Not at all. Ah, telephone lines are terrible this morning. We're going to try and get them back up. Matidiso in Mari- yo Where's that, Matidiso? Yes. Uh, Matidiso Madibokopan is, is in West Municipality. Oh, I've actually never heard of that place. But I'll be taking your call on the other side of the say. Let's take a quick break. Oliver Dixon on SAFM. Taking your calls this hour to uh, your reactions to the conversation we are having right now. Matiriso in Maribokopane, good morning. Good
4: morning, Oliver. Uh, Really, our young people these days are suffering. The unemployment is very high but my main concern is that uh, in South Africa we've got high shortage of skilled workers we've got high unemployment take for example at the moment we are importing teachers from Zimbabwe just to come to South Africa to teach mathematics is there anyone there who can tell me that to teach mathematics it's a scarcity. The government got special bars for teachers, so it's a shock. But our children do not want to take that, that, that opportunity. We've got shortage of health workers, doctors, and nurses. Do you want to tell me that to be a nurse is a scarcity? So our children are highest point. All that they want, they want to be the politicians. They want to be the cancer, to be councillors. They want to be the president of the Republic of South Africa. They want to be the premier of North West, the premier of KwaZulu, the premier of North West. They don't want to go to school. South Africa is rich with minerals, natural minerals. We've got platinum. We need a young people who can take that platinum, convert it to a finished product, straight to the consumer. We don't have those things. We take our back to China. Then we come back and we buy it. We've got gold. We've got diamonds. We've got everything. But our young children, they don't want to take those opportunities. Yeah. If our children can stop to be politicians, they they must not be a counselor. We cannot be 25 years and expect to be a counselor. You don't have anything. Don't counselor. You must stand in front of the class and analyze physics. You your younger brothers and sisters. Keep
0: them to yeah. fix. You must go to okay. the class. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pause you there because I think your point is well made, Matidiso. Thank you so much for your call. Appreciate it. Um, hopefully our lines d- do behave this time around. Fancy, do you want to do you want to respond to what matidiso just said?
3: Hi, sorry. I, I joined late, so um, can you just summarize about what you mentioned?
0: Uh, that young people don't yeah, want don't to know. take up the opportunities that exist, uh, and there are plenty of them that apparently exist.
3: So I think what um, young people need is people pointing them to those opportunities, connecting them to those opportunities. Often there's not enough access to that. For example, um, the cost of data, the cost of looking for a job. Um, you recently re- released a report where we found that on average young people spend about 938 grand um, uh, to look for a job printing CVs, et cetera. So I think in terms of opportunities, young people really do try their hardest. But we need people to help
2: us and support us and point us to those opportunities.
0: Yeah. Uh, and Do you want to respond to that as well, Atandira? Yeah,
2: I'd like to. Um, I think we're going to keep going back to the fact that we need to listen to young people and engage with them. Because actually looking at the research that's been done, um, internationally, it's around 54% where there's a skills shortage, about 54% of countries um, have a skills shortage. South Africa is much lower than that, it's just over 30%. So that means that young people are getting educated. They are- We're doing better than the
0: global average?
2: We're doing better than the global average, the 2019 report. So it goes back to um, engaging and understanding where young people are and what Althea was just saying right now that also young people have to spend so much money where are government places where they can print out their cv they can send their cvs without spending a cent where is the transport to get them to these interviews where are um the systems in place to assist them understand what you do when you get to an interview how are you supposed to prepare where is all of that um and that with this we do need to create a system. To and it's a real cost, right? Uh, Institute yeah. for Economic
0: Justice tells us that the average South African active job seeker spends about 1,300 Rand a month on job seeking. Uh, so anyway. it's not
2: a thing to say that young people don't want to. And, yeah. and of course, uh, Matsudis is saying that young people want to become politicians. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's less the case once yeah far
0: less the case with this mm. generation than any other althea do we have you back on a better line hopefully so uh do young people of this generation not have the spirit of 76 what happened to the spirit of 76
1: <laughs> thank you thank you for having me back oliver and listeners i believe we do um you know thank you to, to everyone <laughs> if you're still hearing it if you're not it has paved the way for us because we actually do want to do more. We actually do want to help advance um, our, our our communities, our society, really. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. But but are young people not as militant in? Um uh, you know, in 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 wanting to bring about change, as the previous generation was, that were willing to risk their life for it, because that's effectively what people mean by the spirit of '76—that they were so, conv- uh, you know, uh, strong in their convictions, they were willing to sacrifice their lives for a better future.
1: I have I have to agree with you, there, Oliver. And 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 really, you know, within our spaces, um, within the art lab context, we. It's, it's so important to to really give young people the opportunities, and also encourage if it's not there, encourage one another to actually create them. Then, you know, yeah. because because there's nothing there's nothing stopping us currently from okay, t- taking this idea for example, taking something presented to you, and now thinking. You know, thinking ahead, as Sun beautifully puts it in the tagline. You know, think ahead. Um, don't just think for yourself now, or, or you know, you and and your family, but actually think ahead to to who's to come and learn from you know from from the idea or from the thing that already exists and build on that. Bo- keep building, keep yeah. building on that.
0: Yeah. Um. Do we have a collection act of uh, a, a- collective action problem at Andiwe, um in that we we want our greatest to shine individually but not as a collective right um and I ask you this in particular, because look at the mailing garden. We speak about individuals doing amazing things, right? I'm not sure that the list <laughs> recognizes organizations doing amazing things as an organization on the list type of thing, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it to a, a, a bit of a theoretical perspective. Um, because if you look at where our current society is, our current society is as individuals. We all want to progress, climbing the ladder. As individuals, we no longer these beautiful communities that yeah. work with each other, that develop each other. Um, if you look at where our politicians are, where you look at the people whom young people would might might want to look up to. Everything is so individualized. Yeah. And now you want to say to young people, well, figure it out and be like the 1976 group. <laughs> no, that is not the current society that we are living in. And yes, we have that history to lean on and, 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 and to appreciate. But the current society, as is, it's so individualistic. But you want these young people, these 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, 18, 20-year-olds, to figure it out, yet we ourselves can't come together as a community to say young people here is a community for you to work within and that kind of expectation is very dangerous because we're leaving them to their own um
0: devices devices
2: we're not giving them any support and yet we expect so much out of them
0: yeah uh do we have a collective action problem fen said do you think that young people are not asking the question often enough about who can I work with, where can I work with them, and how do I find them, and how do we make sure that our collaborative effort uh, is seen through?
3: Yeah, I think definitely there's not enough collective responsibility. Um, What we do at Youth Capital is we work with with young people um, who are already active in the community. So these are people who started after-school programs. Um, These are people who have started their own businesses. So I just want to say that um, young people are proactive and there are different ways of of being an activist, you know? Even telling your story as a young person um, and having someone listen, that's also uh, a way of of, of sort of um, trying to change things in Africa. So, yeah, yeah, I just want to preface this by saying that, you know, working with young people means going out, listening to young people, engaging with them, um, and then giving them support, giving them the tools to continue in their proactiveness.
2: Absolutely. If you really
3: want to secure the future of South Africa, you need to secure the future of young people. Yeah, uh, we need to find young people around us, within within our sectors, uh, within our vicinity, and support them.
0: Yeah. Let's take some of your calls on the line, o double one seven one four two thousand and six. Yabinga, who's on the road to Pretoria. Good morning. Yabinga? uh
7: oliver um i think you've heard this before that we've got this wonderful constitution uh that is cherished by people all over the world but is hardly of any benefit uh to to us in the townships uh i mean look i I think here we uh we we need to do an audit we we need to audit the constitution in as far as the youth is concerned, and uh, and see how is it in other countries? Uh, how, how is the youth, especially here in in Africa, in uh, in Botswana, in Namibia, in uh, in, in Swaziland? How does the youth there uh, behave, and all of that? Uh, vis-à-vis Our youth with the kind of constitution that they have. I mean, for example. Uh, uh, there's a lady there who made mention of Mitchell's slaying, you know? Yeah. And we know the violence in Mitchell's slaying. It's endemic. It has been that for years. Mm. But the, the, the police, the soldiers, they can't just rock up there and search every, every house in, in, a, in a given area because uh, there, there, there's a constitution, there are constitutional rights uh, at hand that w- will be violated. You yeah. know. Uh, I I think the, the the seven sections that in our constitution that deal with the youth need to be suspended. You know, we need to we, we, we need the minister of uh, of the army of defense uh, to to rock up there in in plane, pay the charges and close them in and take them to some boot camp you know, uh, where they will learn skills, where they will learn skills because jail is not doing it, Yeah, you know. And uh, these kids uh, all over Cape Town, the mongrels, all of those guys, you know, they're wreaking havoc because they've got constitutional rights, you know. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, the television, you know, what our kids are, are exposed to, in the media the violence it's socialization yeah i mean the, okay. the gangster movies you know yeah
0: yeah th- yeah. Th- yeah thank you so much for your call really do appreciate it uh two so in middleburg good morning how are you say i'm fantastic go ahead uh, i'm
4: good Yeah, in the interest of time eh, um eh, oliver the today's youth now they need to start taking matters into their own hands now i understand the got a, a ceo in that nyda uh, uh, program a ceo for what what is this because he's not running a a company has got a, a pa and they've got the offices in midland that need to come to an end they, they must just put containers in, in in schools at township and those who will be saving the use of today thank you
0: thank you so much for your call really do appreciate it ah. madwaka ah. in east ah. London. good morning Oliver,
4: um, it's it's saddening to hear that um, your guests and all all those who spoke spoke in general terms. The reality, Oliver, is that these problems that you are mentioning are specifically problems of the black working class and black middle class youth. Not all youth have problems, actually. Yeah. Because there are bourgeois youth who see these problems that we are complaining about only on TV, right? And they are also used by the way. But the point that I want to address is that we, sh- we should not, uh, as Guardian does, we should not elevate and celebrate the achievements of individuals in a way that seeks to silence the mass, the collective, and make people and make young people see that the problems that we are facing of unemployment, of underemployment, of racialized workplaces those problems are not specific to us we are we don't say those problems because we are not qualified enough we don't trade enough those problems are systematic so yeah any, any 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 sort of solution that those uh, who are in power brings forth must seek to change the system you okay can have the AMC, fair point but as long as the system is not changed then the problems will remain. We must change the
0: system. Okay, fair point. Thank you so much for your call, Madwaka. really, really do appreciate it. Uh, Fancy. I'll start with you. What are your closing remarks uh, to some of uh, the engagement we've had thus far and to wrap up the conversation? Oh, we've lost Fancy on the line there. Althea, uh, your closing remarks?
1: Thank you so much for the opportunity once again, Oliver. And to everyone listening, if you are losing hope, if you don't have any direction, I would like to encourage you today to, to find a space, an odd lab space in your community, um, find, um, yes, I, I can only say that come to one of our odd lab spaces and find out what you are able to do because we are literally in the business of making hope contagious. Thank you
0: so much. Thank you so much for that. Atanduwe, uh, reflecting on your closing remarks, given some of the engagement we've had, some of the uh, t- touch points we've we've had, of course, and I was never enough to discuss the full breadth and uh, depth of, of what it means uh, to be a young in South Africa. But what are some of your closing remarks and reflections?
2: Just wanted to quickly touch, uh, make a point on what Maduaka said. It's so important that we do, it's so important that we do highlight and celebrate the young people who are finding the solutions, tackling the system. I right. Completely agree with him on that point. We do need to tackle the system, and there are young people who are doing that work individually. In, I mean, some so of so your forth.
0: list alumni are politicians, aren't they?
2: They are politicians. They are some of our biggest sporting people. They are writers. They are um, people coming up with solutions in physics, in mathematics, in. It's amazing that yeah. some of our alumni definitely need to go to 200youngsouthafricans.co.za um, to find some of those names. But I'm, I was really happy to be part of this conversation and just talking about young people and that we do need to listen a lot more. And I think my final point today is that if we want, is, if we want to understand what the young people are doing, we need to take a reflection of ourselves. Yeah. Where are we? What have we done? And that then speaks to what the, where the youth are and where they are going.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Really, really beautiful point. Thank you for your time. Really do appreciate it. Atandi uh, Wasaba, as well as Althea uh, Devet and Fense Malachi, that we had lost in the last few minutes due to load shedding over there. It's 11 o'clock. Time for your news with Ann Musa.